0: You're listening to Stidia Cast, where we come together to discuss, gush, and occasionally cry about our love for Stiles Stilinski and Lydia Martin. We hope to introduce the fandom to new material, support talented authors, and spend a little extra time with our OTP. This is Stidia Cast because canon just isn't enough. Everybody Welcome to season two, episode nine of Sidia Cast, where we are coming to the end of an era because it is the final episode in Saucy's These Things Will Never Change series, um, which is an incredible three part series um, about. It started out as Steph's sibling, Sidia, then it became established relationship, broken up, Sidia, and now we have. This final part, which is called, There's a Spark Catching Fire Will Be Fireproof, which is the astounding 35,000 word conclusion, making it 5,000 words away from us not being able to do it for this podcast. Um, so thanks for keeping that extra 5,000 under, and I'm excited to record, so let's go. My name's Rachel. I'm Ron rongasm on Tumblr.
1: My name's Claire. I'm be the whale on Tumblr. My name is
2: Maggie, and I'm registering Banshee
3: on Tumblr. And I'm Rachel, and I'm MadGrad2011 on Tumblr.
2: So guys, I guess my first question is, um, the,
0: f- the first two fics uh, in this series are so epic and beloved by the fandom, and I'm wondering, how did this feel you as a conclusion? Like, was it as epic? Did it feel as good to you? What did you think of it as the final part? Do you feel closure? Yes.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like to say that... It- be like super cliche it's probably everything i could have wanted in a conclusion for the spic. because you not only have them getting back together you have them like stronger than ever and you get to see them yes all right Uh, Rachel's off on a roll already um (laughs) yeah so they're stronger than ever but you also get to see like Obviously the hot sexy times, but there is some really, really sweet moments in there that um, we didn't necessarily get to see in the first two parts. So it's just like, it's everything, everything that I wanted to quote Avril Lavigne. I was going to make that (laughs) reference, thank God you did it first. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, Meant to be, supposed to be, but but we we lost lost it. it. And then they found it in part three.
2: Oh, Oh, God.
0: (gasps) Um, yeah, I felt like this was just an incredible ending. They needed to talk about their feelings, and they did. That was my only requirement for this part. So I was letting you have to work on their communication issues, and they did, and I was so freaking thrilled to see them actually talking to each other instead of... Because I feel like even in canon, like, it's constantly just, like, missing each other. They never talk about their feelings. And so I love the fact that in this fic, they were like, this is the problem we had, this is what we need to do to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Like this can't happen again. We're not doing this again. And I loved that
3: for sure. And I love too, that it, it, it still takes them a while to get there, which is why we have 35,000 words. It takes them a while to finally talk about their feelings. But in the meantime, they're building this, this beautiful friendship in which they're coming to know each other even better than they did before. And to appreciate the role that, that they play in each other's lives and I just really love this part. Uh, it's towards the end, but it, I think it's just absolutely gorgeous. But she says she needs him because he's managed to become like an appendage to her. There's an overwhelming need for him to have a presence in her life that isn't at all motivated by romance or sex. It's platonic and fundamental, and Lydia couldn't get rid of it even if she tried. But her world would continue to spin, and her life will continue to be extraordinary if all they have is friendship. Lydia doesn't need to be with Styles in order to breathe, but she wants to be with him. And I think cool. that that distinction is so important to their relationship and then also to their their development as a couple. And, and this, it's just, oh, oh, it's painful. <laughs> but in well, such that's a what good way. You would aim for with any
1: healthy relationship is that you're able to be without that person or able to just have a friendship with them. And you, you can't always... You know, rely on the other person like a crutch. So the fact that they have this free standing friendship relationship and then they're able to move that into romance is just very mature and really is, you know, is probably a good thing for their future.
2: Mm -hmm. Definitely. So it's like elemental sound underneath it all, basically. Oh my god, stop! Listen.
1: (laughs) Uh, I think this is like the Stevie's song version
2: episode. Yeah, I and mean, to continue up of what you were saying, they had to build this like fundamental thing before they could address their feelings. And I mean, Lydia and Styles—that's what they are to each other, fundamental and. I'm really glad that in this fic, everything came first before they chatted. The friendship, the sex, you know, the feelings and the realization that, like, um, this person is not a person that I can, like, throw away. They're going to be here forever. And then later on, they finally have the strength to finally
0: chat about their feelings and work things through. I really loved the way they moved through the motions of, like, these, like, Maggie, how you were saying that, like, they built it up in steps. I felt like, as a reader, I was a little bit concerned going in that it would be very boring to watch them re-evolve through, like, I thought that maybe we would spend a lot of time, because I didn't know what the plot was going to be, that we would spend a lot of time with them apart, but I like the fact that it started, like, when they were already, they just, like, wanted to come back together, and how, like, they fell into texting each other and talking to each other so freaking naturally. I just love the little stages that they went through together. Um, even the I love. I think that one of my favorite parts is when Styles is talking to Scott and he's like, so "Lydia and I did it," <laughs> and Scott's like, "What does that mean?" And Styles is like, "I guess that means that Lydia and I can still have pretty exceptional sex." And
2: I was like, "You know what? I'm okay with this." <laughs> I was going to say, I was pretty surprised at how quickly they fell back into some semblance of a relationship in some way, because I think the last time we recorded this podcast, we kind of had a guess, like, how long do you think until they find their way back to each other because oh, we all kind of reach the conclusion that they would on my way back on my way back to back you, to you. <laughs> anyway <laughs> we are a mess tonight bye <laughs> um but I think like our general consensus was like it would take a couple years not a lot but like maybe three or three or four or five um so the fact that it only took like about a month a or two week before they started texting again. Yeah. And like a yeah, month before like they started week. sleeping together. I, mad. I wasn't expecting I that. Yeah, I wasn't but mad. The, like you said, you know. <laughs> when it's meant to be, y'all, it's meant to be. So
1: Oh my god, for real. Um but like you said, it was kind of done in stages, but at the same time they still had remnants of their relationship, which I think really did help them move it along. Um, cause you can tell throughout the beginning, like before, like just when they're starting to text and things like that, they have, um, like Lydia's still able to go to him for comfort. I think, uh, one of my favorite, um, bits in the first chapter is after, I think she's having dinner with her dad and grandmother And then she goes to Styles's place after, um, and she's obviously upset because that was just a shit show. And, um, what was the quote? They just kind of are like, cuddling on the bed, and I mean, that's, uh, like, heartbreaking enough already, um... But then uh so Styles is holding her and it's something like, uh, which is why he'll hold her like his embrace can glue the jagged pieces of her together and create something more whole than what she's been accustomed to. You should read yeah, the but...
3: next line <laughs> which is because she deserves more than consistently being broken down by someone who's supposed to love her unconditionally. Oh which, like, come on, oh my god. Yeah. And that's just like that's in the first
1: quarter. Of chapter one, like... Ugh. So, I mean, they do evolve, but they still... They just always have that care for each other, which is just gorgeous.
0: But I also like the fact that they kind of reverted back to... Uh, in the beginning, they reverted back to... Book one, air quotes, um <laughs> of Let's Waste Time Chasing Cara's styles and Lydia. There is the part where where she's like, he's like, I have plenty of suitors. And Lydia goes, oh, well, being ambidextrous, you have two hands to choose from. And, um, and, like, there's also the <laughs> line where, where he's like, um, I, I'm giving you the finger or something. And she's like, not tonight. It's far away and I'm sleepy.
1: <laughs> and, oh my like, God. It's just like, it's like, yeah, no, they've got some great, great exactly. banter. Exactly. It reminds me of,
0: like, um, eat me, your room or mine, you know what I mean? And Still
2: one of my all-time favorite lines fuck, of any that's hot. ever.
0: I can't fucking believe that happened. I'm, like, still, like, oh, my God. So I know it's been, like, a year since that was written, but whenever I think about that line, I, like, have to hold on to the nearest surface. I'm, like, oh,
2: <laughs>
1: where am I? And then it's just so good. <gasps> but, yeah, like, the beginning, when she's, um, like... She keeps wishing that they were actually FaceTiming so that she could see like his smug reactions or whatever. And (laughs) he's like, I can't give you a photo, but I can give you a finger. That's it. Um, But
3: yeah, it's just like their their banter is just so good. I really love how relatable the fic is and that you know it's it's difficult when you're falling out of love with somebody to totally let that person go. And the fact that they were able to kind of craft this narrative where Styles and Lydia were able to fall back together in such a beautiful way, I think is is indicative of just how talented a writer they are and just in and, and terms of probably their life experience. Um, but they, they were able to, to kind of put that situation into or articulate that situation much better than, um, a lot of other authors. I think you have tried to, to create something similar. And I know like, it can be dangerous trying to stay friends with, with somebody that you've loved before. And I love that Lydia in particular made a point of setting up clear boundaries. Like there's this point where she's like, it would be so easy to fall back into him or for them to fall back into each other. She just has to lean forward, but she won't because she doesn't want it to wreck their friendship. And I think it's that strength of character and and that determination to to maintain those boundaries that ultimately lets them come back together in such a strong way.
0: They needed the time.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even though it wasn't like
1: a ton of time, I think even just like if they hooked up like one week sooner it could have just been a world of difference for everything
3: mm-hmm.
1: um so yeah it was very important that at least one of them had the self-control but i think they they both definitely did um but lydia is just since we have her point of view it's just right. a lot more clear
0: but i love how lydia was always like always thinking about styles sexually throughout the fic like there's that <laughs> scene where she's okay. she's like there's a party at his house, and she goes into his bedroom and like lies down on his bed and like smells him and like thinks about him jerking off and like wonders yep. what he's thinking about her. And I'm just like, uh um,
2: Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> 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 My stomach literally like did a backflip when I read that part, and I was like, oh god, like about
0: Styles jacking off is like something I really don't appreciate enough as a person, and I need to change that because I Deeply appreciate that as a person. I was gonna say,
2: what are you doing? That is like a constant for me. Like, it is like a lightning strike in my brain. All right,
0: Maggie, you and me, we're gonna text about this
1: later. Oh my god. Ineffective coping mechanisms for 1000, Alex. (laughs) Yes, I love it. And I love that throughout the beginning of it, she's actually like thinking about coping mechanisms and like, her denial and wanting to move into anger like she's completely aware of where her mind is at it's just like it's so hilarious
2: Mm -hmm. well it's kind of reminiscent of like the first part when she was like definitely feeling all these emotions for him but the denial was so strong and she's like nope just suppress that like keep that bottled (laughs) in and she's still like continuing that pattern at least for a little bit in the second part but she finds she can no longer contain her needs, and I'm so thankful that she can't. Just go for it. Just sleep with him, Lydia. It's not that big of a deal. I would. Right? <laughs> and because of that, we get the
1: amazing scene that is them playing pool.
0: Yeah, so, okay, guys, I guess I'm going to ask, everybody's got to talk about one sex scene, because there's so many. So, what's your favorite sex scene? Let's start with Claire. Is it the pool one? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I first? Because you were about to talk about a sex scene, so <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's a given. Okay, um, let me go through my notes. And we're How only do we're doing this, this? Yes. we're doing this because Ashley is always like, I don't know if this smut was very good, and I'm like, listen to me right Ashley, now. I will
2: fight you. <laughs> <and> I. Will- <laughs> I- <laughs>
0: cried reading the last—the last sex scene actually was not my favorite one, but I cried real tears reading the last sex scene. Like, the big one in the—like, when he yeah. comes back to her house in Boston, like, and he's—they're, like, in her—oh, my, my God. Oh, my God. I, like, yeah. had tears pouring down my cheeks. I was like, oh, my God, they're making love! <laughs> so
1: I'm um, two years old. I guess, like, the first one— is probably my favorite, but it's definitely a combo, like it definitely requires the intro pool scene. Cause mm-hmm. I think that just makes it so much better. Just like so the sexy. build up to it. Yeah it's like it's dude, just... like you're like you're in a public place. Just you gotta stop that.
2: Chill. No, you don't you don't gotta chill. You don't gotta chill at all. You can keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Um oh another th- kink revealed here on Studio Cast. <laughs> public sex.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um the fact that like they're playing pool and obviously is beating him because you know like she says she excels at everything in life more than he does um and the fact that they just like have this moment where they instinctually know and they're just like bathroom bathroom and then the line it's like oh they're talking about um just like logistically and how they're gonna go about doing it and they're like well they have a routine and when they're coming in terms of like enclosed spaces and I'm just like
0: ah my favorite line about in that scene is when um when she's like threatening him and she's like unless you want to go home to your hand and he's like no thanks I did that last night
2: yes <laughs> My favorite part of that scene was when they're playing pool and Lydia, like, stops and looks him in the eye and she's like, orange ball, corner pocket, and just, like, (laughs) nails it, like, right into the corner pocket. And he's like, oh, my God, like, that was so hot. Like, he doesn't even, like, try to play it cool. He's like, that was so fucking hot. Like, I cannot. I was like, like, like,
1: I can't. You can't. I can't. Like, just them playing pool, honestly, I consider its own, like, sex scene. Like, it rivals what actually happens when they're in the bedroom because it's just, like, the tension and then them breaking that tension. So good. So,
0: Maggie, what's your favorite sex scene in this fic?
2: I like this. No, you have to pick something different. Milk is an imposter milk. Sex scene. Wait, what? The <laughs> <Yeah>. one where <laughs> the one where they're having sex, and then Allison <laughs> happens to come home early or doesn't mine. leave or something like that, and she's like carrying on a conversation like while sleeping with Styles. It's one of my my all time favorite. Of course, is the angsty one at the end of the first part uh, or the second part when they break up
1: wait wait can I just say was anyone else thinking about Ron Swanson when they said soy milk is imposter
3: milk yes no thank you cause skin milk is is water lying about being milk thank you All right. so my favorite sex scene isn't one of the longer ones which now that I say that that sounds a little dirty but that was that was not (laughs) um I love it when they're just talking about, like, all of the all of the times they've had sex, um, and there's this mention of Lydia giving him a blowjob before Jeopardy, which is one of my favorite part. <laughs> she blows it before jeopardy which is partly the result of a 20 minute study break that just consisted of making out and dry humping and partly an underhanded tactic guided by the competition they've started annoyingly style that annoyingly styles is winning the tactic comes back to bite her in the ass halfway through the episode when styles has two fingers inside of her and his lips on her neck (laughs) but the best part is Style swears the next night that his dick twitches when he hears the Jeopardy theme song, and but there's this a weird Pavlovian response. That's my Brilliant. favorite. I know. Yeah, I I, know just, I, I love it. Anytime you're okay. able to bring Jeopardy, it's it's that domestic dance. Yeah. No. Jeopardy. I was going like, to say, I winter. feel like
2: we as a fan. Oh, sorry. What was that, Claire?
1: I'm just saying jeopardy makes any fic an instant winner.
2: <laughs> I was going to say I feel like we don't appreciate the idea of Lydia blowing styles enough in the of fandom. I want us all to jump on that again. I love Lydia blowing styles. Maybe that's just a personal preference, but yeah. So yeah, love that.
1: What's coming out for you, Maggie
2: tonight? Yeah, I should probably censor myself, but I'm not really good at that. So. It's, cool.
0: it's cool. Um, so my favorite sex scene is the one that Maggie talked about. I love the fact that, like, Allison comes in, and Styles is, like, inside of Lydia, and she just, like, has her hand over his mouth, and he's just like, oh my god, what's happening? And, um, but I have to say that this line, oh, oh, oh fucked me up, um... Um, occasionally when the crinkle between her eyebrows stays for longer than five minutes, Styles pauses his game and pulls her notes away from her. Lydia pretends to protest, but it always ends the same way. With Lydia naked and Styles eating her out like it's the sole reason he was put on this earth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop reading
2: after was. that and like look <laughs> at the ceiling and be like, what's happening to me? <laughs> It's a double whammy for Rachel because it has styles eating Lydia out and also studying, which is like her raven claw brain is like on overdrive at both of those things. Oh. So <laughs> that was very predictable for me about you, Rachel. But. Wow. Oh
1: <laughs> and in that, I don't know. I think it's near the end of chapter one, but while we're talking about excellent lines. <laughs> Lydia's cleavage is definitely number two on his top five places to asphyxiate list.
0: <gasps> I like literally stopped reading and was like, wait, what's number one? How
1: could it be number? Oh, oh. <laughs> I think you mentioned that in your favorite line a couple of minutes ago is probably his number one.
0: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got that. But like, when the first time I was reading it, I like, it like took me a second. I was like, wait, what? Where, where would it be?
1: Oh my god! So yeah, I appreciated that very much.
0: God bless America.
1: Um, let's make America great again, you guys.
0: With Lydia Martin's nothing cleavage. <laughs> cleavage. Um, okay, so let's see. I want to talk about Mort. Mort? <laughs> oh,
1: yes! I have so many notes about Mort.
0: Go, Claire. It's all you.
1: Well, I mean, I think, honestly, most of my notes about Morty are just me writing Morty with multiple whys and an exclamation point. <laughs> <it> Life. <laughs> because I keep, and I also keep picturing him as, like, I, and the in the old school um, Pixar before the movie short movies is the old guy that played chess himself <laughs> I just love the idea of him having an old man friend that he can just like complain about his sciatica with uh, <laughs> and the old guy that just like sees through all his shit it's just like if he can't have you know Scott all the time then he's damn well gonna have an 80 year old man that can play chess with him.
2: oh god I love it for some reason the idea of Styles having like such a great connection with like a whole bunch of old people like in his neighborhood makes me like I don't know why I feel the way I do about it but it's so hot to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, you are so amazing. Like, look at you befriending this old man. You're so wonderful, Styles Salinski. I love it. I'm so glad that she included that because I thought that was just so cute and and um blah, blah, blah. so cute and, and endearing. Yeah, it was just a great touch. Like there this book has like
1: so many just great personal touches to it, which just makes it so um like the the different relationships that we get to see, like obviously Scott and Styles, which this really, this fic does a superb job of their relationship. But not only that, we've got, you know, Lydia and Isaac. Isaac, first mention of Isaac in this podcast. Um, <laughs> and then just like Styles with Cora at work and then their whole like friendship group and just all the hijinks that they get up to. It's just like, every other line there's something kind of in there for you to discover and it's just it was just so fun to read because of that. Mm.
0: There are always fics just have like such a note of fun to them and I think that's why we all like them so much is that like they're angsty as fuck. Let's be don't let like, don't get me wrong. But they're <laughs> so much fun. They're just a good time. It's just fun to read them, and you feel like you're like in a way a fly on the wall of this like beautiful family that the pack is, and like this is I think what all of us really want the pack to be, and so the fact that they are like there and they act like this, it's just fun to read, and it's it's just like I said, it's a good time.
1: Like yeah. even when Lydia and Styles are still like not really at the same level yet there's still you know them talking about you know scott and styles dancing to dancing queen and then like all of their abba hits and it's just like there's the angst but it's just the characterization on top of that just makes it somewhat bearable even though sometimes it's just rips your heart out but um there was a lot of ABBA yeah. music, and I really appreciated it. ABBA I'm just is say.
0: everything to me. Like, ABBA is the most important band of all time. I stand by that.
1: ABBA <laughs> and I, The bit about Scott missing Foreigner and Styles being like, don't worry, bro, it's on the mixtape, and stuff. Yes. like, awesome. <laughs>
0: How about that scene where Styles is stoned and texting Lydia and like he's and like he saves like the Snapchat that she sends him without makeup and like looks at the screenshot before he falls asleep that night.
1: I cry.
2: It's just Well how about
1: Lydia having um not sex dreams about him, but domesticity dreams? Um Were you just like dying, Rachel? Or
0: (laughs) No, I don't really like domesticity that much. I think it's overrated. (laughs) Uh, I like who cares about two people who are like living together and like, I don't know, like doing casual marriage things.
3: I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So how about that scene with Morty when uh, Morty kind of drops the the whole regret? story on styles which kind of Ooh. makes styles uh take a, a look at his life and a look at his choices <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I just, so, <laughs> exactly
3: and i love so claire i love that you brought up how morty resembles the guy from the pixar shorts he also reminds me of the the character from new girl that nick miller's character becomes like best friends with yes
0: that's exactly i'm pretty sure that's what ashley was going for actually i think i think i talked to her about this i was like he reminds me of tran and she was like (laughs) yep
3: that's yes i had it kind of like in my mind right during those scenes but it's so pivotal i think for styles to find this person that he can talk to and Morty is able to kind of be that, that sounding board and that objective third party and kind of get Styles to look outside of himself and, and kind of see things maybe from Lydia's perspective. And the scene where Morty talks about how if he just had the courage to ask his wife on a date, it would have, you know, two years prior to when he actually did, it would he would have had two additional years of the love of his wife. Um, I just, yeah, that scene kills me every time, and it's it's my how about that scene just because of that. I love that he he shares this this moment with Styles, and then kind of gets Styles to look outside of himself for a minute and kind of put himself in Lydia's shoes. And when Morty says, "But if it meant two more years, I take that risk because when you love somebody and they're the only person you know." you could ever wholeheartedly love the risk is worth the reward and i think that part is is probably my favorite maybe and the entire fic with style specifically
0: okay maggie your turn
2: how can i can how can i
3: continue off that like
2: that do you, scene do you need like, me to break oh, it up a little okay. bit before you continue because
1: um, do you know what you have when you're 80 incontinence Yes,
2: I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that scene produced two of my favorite lines, the risk and reward line, which is, like, an iconic Teen Wolf line, actually, which I'm so happy she put in there. But also that, like, the incontinence line was hilarious to me. I was like, oh, he's such a little shit. I love him. Um, yeah, what a great scene. i um, so glad you brought that scene up. Um, my how about scene was... Um, I'm kind of jumping back, but in the beginning when Styles and Lydia are just starting to talk again and the core four go out to the bar and they're just like sitting there and enjoying each other's company and Styles and Lydia are bickering as usual and Scott says something along the lines of like, oh, it's just like old times or whatever. And um, Styles and Lydia just kind of like smile at each other and they have like this moment where both their hearts are like, oh, pounding a little bit because it's such a nice thing to hear even though things have fundamentally changed between the two of them but there's still that no maggie these the things head. will never change <sighs> <laughs> yeah. okay? <laughs> 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 that um that just reminds me of that line yeah where she like brought in the title of that these things will never change when she was talking about styles and lydia like some things never change and i was like These things will never change. Fuck me me up. up. Oh, it was so good. I love that part.
0: I also want to talk about my personal obsession with how even when they're broken up, they constantly sleep in each other's beds. Like, that destroys the crap out of me. Like, it's so intimate. And the fact that, like, Lydia is, like, upset because the hoodie that she stole from Styles is starting to smell less like him and more like their bed
1: oh boy just like find out what cologne he wears and then buy it and spray it on the fucking hoodie like it's not that hard
2: no that's too far <laughs> that's too far but there's like a distinct like body scent mm-hmm. that like comes along with it. so then you don't wash horse. it for a while
1: Ugh. I'm sorry I have no heart
2: it's okay. It just like reminds me of like I have one of my ex's sweaters and I like it used to smell like him and it doesn't anymore. So like there's a particular scent that just like goes away and it's sad when it does eventually. Um, but I'm surprised she doesn't know what his cologne is. Like you've lived with him on multiple occasions and you don't know like which cologne he wears. Okay. So probably sure doesn't wear
1: cologne. Kyle is probably you have wear mucky. This one
2: musty. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Like let's switch out the axe for something else, but Oh
0: God, my girl, my um, wow, my roommate's boyfriend, my live-in gal pal's boyfriend wears axe, and we're always getting on her. Like, get him to change, and she's like, the problem is I'm starting. Seventh grade. She's like, the problem is I'm starting to like it because I've come to associate it with him, and I
2: love him, and oh. I'm like, fuck this, I don't want to have to deal with this anymore. Don't you care about my nose? <laughs> Something's gotta give. I'm getting more flashbacks to middle school dances. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right.
0: So I think that one thing that this fic does really well that a lot of City of Fics don't do is there's like a grand gesture at the end. And I feel like City of Fan Fiction never has grand gestures so i really like the fact that this one had it i just kind of wanted to hear you guys talk about the grand gesture a little bit in styles and lydia in boston
1: i am just a sucker for the styles and lydia in boston fix as <laughs>
0: well same
1: <laughs> yeah we know because um, there's just <laughs> something about having characters you love in places that you know so well, um, that kind of makes you feel closer to them, even though you know they're not real. And that's probably something we should talk to a therapist about. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that, that's on the docket for next week. So, but, um, but I just love that, and it's not even like a grand gesture at the very end. It's a grand gesture, kind of like in the middle of chapter two so that we have time to actually, like, see how that plays out. Because a lot of the times it's like, ooh, he grand gestured, he got on the plane, or, you know, like, you got off the plane. I was going to make plane. that reference because you see it on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I did. I was, like, about to go there. <laughs> I know. Um, and then it's, like, kind of, okay, that's the end. But because we got to see, like, what happened after, just... And it just produced some of the greatest stuff. Like, how long are you? How long do you plan to stay here? Like, I will stay here as long as you will have me. And she's like, Well, I will never not want you. Just silence for a little bit. <laughs> um, but because we have that like grand gesture, ugh, ugh. like I don't. It wouldn't have wrapped up so nicely had this not happened. Like, I don't really think they could have reached where they did at the end had he not joined her.
3: I don't know. I agree. And I think a lot of times in fic, it almost feels like Lydia's the one doing the grand gesture where, um, you know, she she kind of has to admit her love for him or let down all of her walls and, and kind of finally vocalize or articulate her, her feelings. And so it was nice to see styles in this fic really do kind of a, a physical <laughs> grand gesture by, by getting up and getting on the plane and going to Boston to show her that he's in it for the long haul and he wants to be with her and, and just kind of proving that to her at the, at the near the end of the fic. um, like Claire was saying it, it was, it's nice seat to see them. And their relationship continued to grow after that moment, but um it, oh,
1: that
0: it was relieving scene. to
3: have, have Styles do that this time.
0: Yeah, that's really true. That's just I just can't get over that sex scene though. I just can't get over oh my god. I like literally just like oh my god, I like I cried and the way that like both the characters were like, this like felt like something.
1: <laughs> the thing about the grand gesture being that Styles got on a plane to see her they had to get on a plane to go back, and then we had that scene. <laughs> so thank you, planes. Whoever invented them, thank you for that.
0: <laughs> so you want to thank the inventor of the plane for a fanfic where Styles and Lydia have sex on a plane? You
1: would I'd like, a to <laughs> would like to thank the Wright brothers. I would like the Wright brothers because I think they were thinking ahead in this way when they created that form of transportation.
0: And on that delusional note. <laughs>
2: we are going speaking of delusional (laughs) I was gonna say that's one of my favorite parts I know
0: we're delusional we are going to be ending this episode but before we do I wanted to just have all of us kind of go around thanking Ashley for contributing this fic to the fandom it's so long and so beautiful and so well thought out and so well written so does anybody have anything they want to say to Ashley um before we sign off
3: it was well worth the year wait Mm. Absolutely. For sure. And it's just absolutely beautiful. I will definitely be rereading it, even though it is hella long. All
1: right. And for all of the craziness and weirdness of me during this podcast, I apologize, but I adore this. And honestly, like, there are no words to put in. To describe how much I love this so that's why I'm just like acting like a jackass so there you go.
0: Claire has intimacy um, issues with
1: fanfics.
2: <laughs> uh, yes I do.
1: Amongst other things.
2: i say to Ashley, thank you so much for the most phenomenal piece of fanfiction writing. Your story broke me down and built me back up again, and also, I'm suing you. I'm coming to find you. You copied my relationship like, verbatim. with and It's just insane, but um, thank you so much. It was so painful and so worth the pain, and you are a phenomenal writer, so thank you.
0: So next week we have another fandom voted fic,
2: um,
0: and this fic is Oh, the incredible From One End to the Other by Twink Wolf, who is a
3: steric <laughs> shipper. <laughs> that
2: username is just phenomenal.
3: I'm oh, sorry that I had to say that out loud.
0: <laughs> it's this incredibly sad, depressing fic, um, but it's beautifully written and it's one of my favorite city of fics of all time. Seriously, just absolutely gorgeous. So if you haven't read it yet, go read it. Uh, but prepare yourself, maybe some tissues, and maybe like, maybe like pull up an episode of like some TV show that you like and have it on the TV so you can cheer up immediately afterwards because it will fuck with you. <laughs> um, and I think that Maggie, you're also on that podcast, right?
2: Yes, I am, and that also happens to be probably my favorite city epic of all time, so I'm very excited about it.
0: Me too. All right, so I am Rachel. I'm Ron Gasm on Tumblr.
2: I'm Claire. I'm Fudgy the Whale on
3: Tumblr. I'm Maggie, I'm Banshee on Tumblr. And I'm Rachel, and I'm MadGrad2011 on Tumblr.
0: And this has been probably a more satisfying conclusion than the actual Teen Wolf will have.
2: <laughs>
0: Here at Stidia Cast, we review and discuss our favorite Stydia fanfics. If you enjoyed today's fic, go tell the author the things you love best about it. You can find us at StidiaCast on Tumblr and on Twitter at Stidia underscore cast. A special thanks to our sound editor, Rosemary, row your boat on Tumblr, and to our incredible anonymous donor for making Season 2 of StidiaCast possible. Thank you for listening and see you next time.